0: all right y'all welcome back this is episode number two of the mini cup mondays presented by Rose one through ten um we got a special guest on here a uh, driver of the number double zero car tyler roach i uh, appreciate you joining us today man how are you doing
1: well i'm doing monday so monday seem to be kind of long sometimes but i'm doing pretty good Hey,
0: you guys we'd like to hear um, we just got back from Motor Mile, so we'll we'll recap that. But first, um, let's talk about a little bit of your history. We know we know you've been racing in the series for a few years. Um, I came on with '86 team last year, so I've only met you through that. But tell tell us some stories about the past years experience and what's it, what is it like running in the Virginia Mini Cup series?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I started racing when I turned seven, racing go karts at Capital City Speedway, and I ran with uh guys like Brandon Brown and Sam Hunt and guys like that. And then we grew out of the go-karts and get, get gotten these mini cups. And back then it <laughs> was all rigid theories. And I got started racing in them. And at the end of the season of uh, 2007 and 08, I won a uh, rookie of the year and finished fifth in points in the first full year racing. But uh, the past couple of years, though, we struggled a whole lot, which pretty much everybody knows. Um, but we got some new cars this year, and we wasn't prepared for Dominion the first race of the year, but we was as prepared as we could be for the time crunch that we was in, and we made some strides. And then we went to Motor Mile and showed some speed, but, you know, stuff happens,
0: and that's where we landed Gotcha. Yeah, but that, you mentioned racing go karts with Brandon Brown and Sam Hunt. That's uh, that's really cool. Especially we are big fans of the NASCAR side of stuff. So to see those guys come along and to say that you've raced against them um, is really neat to me.
1: Yeah, you know, I was I grew up uh, like my brothers, uh, Scotty and Travis. They ran uh, the flat carts, and for some reason I really don't know why, but for some reason I wanted to do the champ carts and Sam Hunt, when he started joining the series, I became good friends with him and, and was racing against him. And Brandon Brown, he was running flat carts and Champ at the time in the 68. And so, you know, I got to become friends with him and there's a bunch of other, you know, local guys that become big, good late model drivers like JD Eversol and whatnot, you know. So I've got to race against a bunch of uh pretty good talent over the years uh i remember in 2009 which was my best season in the virginia Mini Cup Racing association series where i finished in the top three every race but two races that i joined in and uh but the day before the day before mother's day i t-boned quinn howe who's a former cup series driver mm-hmm. at chanadel speedway so there's also, you know, stories like
2: that. <laughs> Andrew's favorite driver. Yeah. He's listening. He'll love that. Yeah,
0: he's from <laughs> uh, from my cousin's hometown of Aaron Grotto. So, yeah, it's definitely cool. Um, yeah, I love to hear those stories. Oh, um, well, yeah, this weekend, well, I guess we'll go back to last year. Uh, like I said, I, I started watching you racing last year. Uh, we know you finished third in the championship. Um, so, that, that seems like you had a pretty good season there. Um, Talk talk about about
1: that. I mean, we had a decent season. I mean, looking back, I really honestly didn't have a good season. A lot of that was because we showed up for every race. Um, The cars that we had at that time was a lot heavier as far as the chassis-wise than the other cars. And I believe because of that reason, it wouldn't allow the cars to flex and roll over like it should be. Mm -hmm. And I think that it it kept the cars so tight going through the corner that it just, it it wouldn't generate a lot of speed. And I think that hurt us a whole lot. Um, Like the last, the very last race we had last year at Dominion, I wasn't going to race. And the only reason why I raced was because Tyler Warner had an extra car. and He asked me if I wanted to race it and it was a night and day difference.
0: Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, we, I mean, you, you know, Dominion, the turns are pretty tight there. Um, so, yeah, that makes makes a lot of sense. And we know you got a new car this year, new number. Last year you were running the 31. This year the double zero. So, yeah, it seems like you're coming a long way with that car and, and working through it, trying to find speed. Like I said, this is only a second race out, and you said you found some more speed this weekend at Motor Mile. So, yeah, we'll dive into that. Uh, We know we had the twin 25 races for the Jelly Bean 250 that weekend. Um, You qualified fourth for the first race. Um, And then in those closing laps, you and Nathan Reynolds had a heck of a battle for position there, uh, probably side by side for the final final six laps. Uh, It it was a really good show to watch. Yeah, it really was. I
1: mean, I, I was catching them but it seemed like I was really only catching him when he didn't hit his marks. Right. I was trying to pretty much run the same line every lap and, and he was, you know, going up high and then making a lot, lar- uh, a long entry going in. And it seemed like I was making a lot of ground through that, but the car felt really good. It's, it still could have been a whole lot better. Um, Motor Mile has always been a tough track for us. Even when our series went there as a rigid series, we never really had a lot of good runs there. We've been fast, but just nothing's ever panned out for us there. Even when we ran asphalt late models there, just it's always been a tough track. And I think a lot of the reason is for that is because of the you got this huge track, but the corners are so tight. Yeah. You, 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 think, you think Dominion's tight. Dominion ain't
0: got nothing like Motor Mile as far as the
1: tightness in the corners.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I've only ran uh, some laps in my pickup truck around Dominion helping dry it one day. So that's the only track, on-track experience I have there. But I have no no laps around Motor Mile. But, yeah, it's quite quite the speedway. It's got long, flat straightaways and these tight, banked corners, super banked corners. Um, certainly more banked than we're used to at Dominion. Um, and we know Shenandoah is pretty flat, but yeah, it was uh, definitely a, a great battle for third between you and Nathan. Um, and then in that first race, and then we uh, ended up having a four-car invert for the second uh, Twin Twenty-five, uh, and that puts you starting P two. Um, and then, so you could talk us through that race.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, through the invert, we started uh, P two and. I felt like I got a really good restart, even when I look back on my GoPro video I have on YouTube. I felt like I got a good restart. Just, it just took me a little bit longer to get wound up like all the other cars did. And and so I lost a couple of spots there, and, and then pretty much everybody went past me, as plain as I can put it. Everybody went past me because, you know, it took me longer to get wound up. And then, uh, <clears throat> and then I saw Zach and Tyler and Nate Thomas started really shaking it up at the uh, beginning of the field up in the front. And I just knew there was going to be a huge wreck. I just – that's what I flat out thought. It, it, it I, certainly I, felt I, like it, those it, opening
0: <laughs> laps. Uh, it it, yeah, it mean, they, Harry their the first couple laps. It, I mean –
1: real- it, it really was. I mean, they wasn't, they was throwing, you know, three wide and whatnot. And I mean, I, I mean, guess, we, but I mean, I felt like there was going to be a big one to happen. Not so much for somebody doing anything dirty, just
2: hard racing. Yeah. Um, Zach, we talking, told, Travis? I was saying, Zach told us, like, we even saw some, some, some drafting and some pushing, like, like when Tyler was, he was shoving Zach, Zach and trying to shove Zach out front at one point. And I mean, that's interesting. You know, you feel like the aerodynamics aren't aren't as big in a series like that. But even then, uh, Tyler got a like. At first, we thought it was maybe like like uh, Tyler was upset when they got together, and that's why he was shoving uh shoving Zach. But he was trying to shove Zach out front, and I thought that was pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, I don't know how you saw that, but maybe that's what you saw as well. Tyler, I mean, that's what I called on the radio is that kind of uh, got a little loose there, uh, exiting four and, and got into the side of Tyler and it slowed Tyler down a little bit. And Tyler ended up giving him a big push going into turn one. I, I thought Tyler was upset, but it was just like I said, he was trying to give him a big push to the lead. And, and maybe you saw that as oh, these guys might be spinning up here. So let me back out of it a little bit you also got to take it like this too. I mean, mini cups really ain't
1: a whole lot different from go karts as far as how you drive them. The the if you let out the gas, that's that much more momentum you lose. Mini cups is nothing but momentum. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're able, even if the guy in front of you is a little bit slower, if you are able to go through the corner and even if you give him a little bit of a bumper, if you're able to keeping the gas even if you have to give the guy the you know the bumper a little bit through the corner it ain't gonna do nothing to help you because you don't lose that momentum
0: yeah no doubt uh and travis you mentioned you talked about it you saw the race uh this weekend that was your first ever mini cup race um first ever weekend seeing us race so what what did you think about that whole weekend experience
2: yeah <clears throat> yeah no it was uh it was awesome to go, you know, make the trip up there and be a part of that and help out with the team. So I think, I think it's a really good operation what they have going on there. And it was some, uh, some damn good racing and just, just really good people all around, like all down the pit area, like every single team, just great people, a big family atmosphere, every single team. Um, that was the the coolest thing and my biggest takeaway from it. And I was, uh, Happy to help out and meet some of these people because we'll be talking about them on the podcast all through the season. And then, um, yeah, got to see a couple uh, great races and um, help out with uh, the Zoom's motorsports team and even got to be uh, standing in the pits with a a jack and have no idea what I was doing and be the hot pit guy. And Thankfully, nobody had a tire go down because I would have probably found a way to mess that up if I had to change a tire on the fly there but uh, nevertheless no. seriously though like just a great series and like I say biggest takeaways, the nicest group of people you'll you'll run into for sure and you
1: got to see a wreck too so that felt pretty good didn't it
2: (laughs) yeah yeah that's a that's a good transition I was gonna ask if you want to take us through your side of that and how all that because I mean I think we both Me and Derek both saw, like, the end of it, but didn't weren't really paying attention to, like, everything that led up to it because we were watching the the battle up front. But, yeah, you can take us through that whole battle on your side of that if you want.
1: Well, I mean, I pretty much knew y'all was going to ask me that. And What's the podcast going to do without asking me that? You know what I mean? Uh, Oh, yeah. That's why why this is
0: going to be a perfect guest this week uh, since we had to make an audible late-minute call. Uh, We tried to get Nate Thomas on here, but we're going to have to do that at a later time. Uh, he had to work work this evening, but yes, yeah, so I figured, oh why not uh, why not the guy that had a little bit of drama over the weekend? So yeah, talk us talk us through that what what happened from your your seat? And I'm a pro so, wrestling
2: uh, fan, so if you want to cut a promo, here
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, well I me, mean, first off, before I tell the story, I don't wanna I'm not mad at nobody or no particular driver. What happened was simply a racing deal. You know, uh, me and uh, Nathan Nathan was uh, racing hard. Like I said, the second race, I started on the outside pole. And I got a good start, just the the car didn't get going like I wanted to. And lost a few few spots. And then uh, me and Nathan, I was following him. And I noticed through the corners that I was turning in a whole lot earlier than he was he was wanting to turn really late and then diving down into the corner. But if you go back and watch the YouTube videos I posted, there was a couple laps where he turned in early like I was, and I was not catching him. Me and him, theoretically, was tip to tap as far as speed. But it felt, through, through the race, though, it felt like he was wanting to turn in later than cut down and I think it wasn't doing nothing but hurting him because he was just adding feet to his lap time. Right. He was just adding longer distance. Right. um, We come off in turn two and I got right to his rear door pretty much. um, Not far from his rear bumper and he left the bottom open. I go in turn three and he left the bottom open. I ran my line and filled up the hole. And at the time I didn't realize it. But uh, after I looked back to the YouTube video, because that's why I love having a GoPro, because you can look back and see kind of exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. He went real late. I kind of filled in that gap in the, in, the, in the inside of him. And I cracked the throttle because I knew what was happening. The gap was closing. And I I ain't trying to, you know, wreck no cars or no, nothing, you know. And... Uh, as soon as I cracked the gas, <clears throat> you can see a wiggle on the video. My car wiggled. And I can't tell if it was because I actually got loose through the center or if it was that moment in time where we made contact. But we made contact and our bodies hooked up. And because the bodies hooked up, my car went at the outside wall and hit the right front.
0: Yeah. And like you said, it, and nobody's really at fault in that situation. It was one of those racing deals, and, and that's kind of what I saw even from the tail end of it. It just looked like y'all were fighting for a position like y'all had been in the first race. It was coming down to, to crunch time in the race, and, and y'all were just going for a position, and, and things are going to happen when you're battling. So Yeah, I mean, I mean you know, I
1: came over to radio, and I mean, I was mad. I ain't going to lie to you. I was flat out mad like anybody else would be. But I knew from the very beginning that it wasn't really nobody's fault. It was a racing deal. And I know that he's a rookie, his second race. Yeah, he's learning you know,
0: learning every lap. It,
1: it, exactly. And so. I mean, it, and depending on how the car's handling, let's say your car is really loose. You might have to take that late entry so that through the center of the corner, your car won't get so loose on you.
0: Yeah, you can, you can know, see that and, in and your I video. That. You can see that in your video that there's a few laps there when he's loose off the corner. So maybe he was kind of yep. compensating for that and, and driving more of a conservative line to, to knock off that loose out. So yeah, just one of those things, but uh, nobody's at fault. And I, actually, I totally understand why you would have been mad at the time just getting taken out and frustrating day. But nonetheless, it was just a hard racing deal. And, and it's just mm-hmm. one of those things. Yeah, I mean,
1: I I was mad at the very beginning, but I mean, even then, I wasn't mad so much at him. It was just, you know, cars tore up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, anybody in their right mind would be mad because the cars tore up. But I mean, I wasn't mad at no particular driver or anything. I was just just mad that the cars tore up, you know. But I mean, it, it happens. And as as a rookie, you know, you you think you're doing good cuz i have a spotter every race and you really have to learn even though you have a spotter is to keep a look on the on the mirrors and i know that if my car ain't handling right i look in the mirror 20 times more than i do when the car is handling good cuz if i know i have a if i have to do a late entry that means a dive bomb can have Anytime, time, you know, some guy, some guy can dive by, any, dive, dive by any, any time, you know, going at the corner,
2: and so you know, just,
1: just little things like that that takes a long time to learn, you know. Right. But, but I mean, you know, it ain't nobody's fault. It's just a racing deal. I ain't mad about it no more. You know, I mean, I was mad about that night so our tor- cars tore up, but everything can be fixed. Ain't nobody got hurt. So. Yep, that's but the overall, biggest thing. With a good night.
0: Yeah, and I think I said you, you two were were the best racing I think we had all day, uh, other than when Zach was picking his way through the field there, uh, and then had some some motor issues once again. But uh, when no, when you go ahead, I was, guys.
2: Say, I was just gonna say when you and, when Scott came over and you guys talked, I kind of uh, walked over there with him because I figured we'll talk about it on the podcast, so it'll be an interesting conversation to hear, and it was just. I mean, you two are on the same page and the, like one of the first things he said, obviously with him being such an inexperienced driver is like, give me that video please. So I can use it as a teaching moment for him. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's what this is all about. You know, you've had years of experience and this series and uh, that's his, you know, blood second time in this car. So I mean, yeah. First, he's
0: got, to- first time on that racetrack. So,
2: I mean, he's going to learn a ton from that and, I'm, I'm sure racing against a guy like you, you you know, you'll have more conversations with him this year as you guys race together and you'll be able to teach him a ton. And he's he's just – he's going to continue to learn for sure. I mean,
1: yeah, of course. I mean, when it comes to racing, you're always going to always be learning, whether it's something little or something big. I mean, I only have one career win in this series, and that came from the car that Tyler Warner has. That was back when Dean Johnson owned it, and I won at Southern National. I just showed up and won in the second feature at Southern National. But, I mean, the when it comes to racing, you're always going to be learning, and you're always going to make mistakes here and there. That's just part of it. But one of the biggest things I love about the GoPro that I have in my car is not only can I – if something happens – with somebody else, not only can I kind of show what they did, but I can show what I did too. So sometimes I can make out my own mistakes too. So I'm also learning from it too at the same time. Yep,
0: for sure. Um, also, so Travis touched on it about his he came and uh, experiences this weekend. He he saw that the close niche group that we got in the pits. Uh, and, and how much of a family it is um, it, that, that's a testament because you were the sportsman of the year last year along with the third place in the championship so just talk us about that like I said you've been around the series for years and it's kind of like a, a thing you you guys have built that when new guys come in they see this and and the camaraderie that we have and how we help each other out when we're in need and 'Cause anytime we have an issue or anybody in the pits has an issue, you're one of the first ones over there trying to help them diagnose it and figure it out. And I said I love that about the series. It reminds me of the World of Outlaws where everybody's in there helping each other out and getting their cars ready. I mean, yeah, I mean anytime we see somebody
1: having really big troubles, we try to ask them you know, if there's something we can do to help and sometimes it ain't because sometimes so many people's involved that the more people get involved, sometimes it's a little bit harder but you know if somebody ever comes to our trailer and hey do you got this tool or do you got this spare part we can go in the trailer and dig it out and give it to you you know no matter what kind of run-ins we have with each other or if we want good blood or bad blood it don't matter just whatever it takes to get the car back on the track yeah we want to help trying to get that car on the track yeah,
0: for sure. I think that's what this series is all about, just helping each other out, getting getting as many cars as we can out there to put on a good show.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you, even if you look back on my YouTube video that I posted on the second feature, I mean, when they get Zach's car fixed, he's going to be a fast son of a gun.
0: I think so. I think you're right.
1: Because, I mean, he, he was giving Tyler Warner and uh, Nate Thomas, I mean, he –
2: he was filling their rear view mirror up. I'm gonna tell you that. Yep. Yeah. I was uh, gonna say on the subject of uh, cars having issues for the series this weekend and everything, Derek. I guess you wanna obviously the one of the biggest stories in race, I, both races, I'd say, and through the season so far is, is is Zach's issues with his car and not really being able to get going. And he was fast in the. Uh, Second race, so I mean, Derek. I guess you can kind of give us a rundown on that for uh, hanging out with them and what uh what all went on there and how you think they're going to be able to fix it.
0: Uh, yeah. So it seems like we've been battling the same issue over and over again, and and I think we've changed everything on the car, including the kitchen sink. So uh, it, it's we've been labeling the car the Gremlin right now because we cannot figure the problem out. Um, I think we've narrowed it down to maybe it's. The wiring harness, I mean, that's about the only thing we haven't changed on the car. So I think we're going to try to change that this week and see if we can't get it it running better there for Dominion. Uh, I guess we have a few weeks off here. Our next race is until May 7th at Dominion. So yeah, we got a few weeks to get it ready, but uh, we know that that will be here before we know it. And certainly we're going to try to get Nathan out to Dominion to get as many laps as possible because like I said, every lap is valuable for him. So we will be out there with testing and tuning on these things as, as quickly as we can be. Um but yeah other than that I don't really have any other questions for you Tyler. Uh I don't know if Travis do you have anything?
2: Yeah Tyler, how much was it on was uh was it an honor getting a race against that red and black number four car? out there on that. <laughs> well, man, I
1: really didn't get a race with that car much because, you know, he was doing, you know, he was trying to make the field just, you know, make the field look good, but I come ac- uh come across turn 2, I think it was the second feature, and I wouldn't I didn't know what lane I needed to be in to get, a, get around him <laughs> coming off of turn 2.
0: Yeah, so Travis is <laughs> mentioning that team owner of Zoom's Motorsports, Scott, uh took out tyler's second car the four uh it seems like he he might be running that for a couple of races this year uh trying to just fill the field out a little bit better mm-hmm. um but yeah he hasn't he hadn't been in a mini cup in about 22 years so definitely interesting to see him out there and and yeah i think he had a blast running that thing oh
1: yeah most definitely but i mean i believe if scott you know could really go out somewhere and get some good hard practice in, i think scott would be one to want to jump in it to actually race and I think that'd be a lot of fun
0: yeah for sure did, I think he would definitely enjoy that
2: I was gonna ask did you guys happen to see when um he rolled out on on uh, I think Nathan rolled out on the track and had Scott's phone on his deck lid the whole practice and came back and Scott was looking for his phone and he's like oh there's my phone phone <laughs> sat on the race car the entire practice and man survived
0: pretty pretty crazy there yeah <sighs> All right, well, Tyler, before we let you go, uh, you got any sponsors you need to thank before we get you out of here?
1: Well, I mean, first I got to thank, you know, my mom and dad. My dad, he spends a whole lot of money and a whole lot of time in our program. And got to also thank my mom because she not saying she likes what we do, but she supports what we do. So we got to give a huge thanks to her. She don't try to stop me from doing what I love doing. Um Gotta thank my boss Roger Hill at Precision Gas Piping. And uh Tommy and Lisa Shifley at T N L Powder Coating from right here in Sandersville. And uh also gotta thank Brian Orvine. He does a whole lot for the series and trying to get our names out out from, you know, Dominion Raceway. And he does a whole lot for me in our, you know, race and relationship and our personal side too. So good one for them them people. I wouldn't be able to brace with y'all.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. Big thanks to Brian. He he puts on a great series here. Um, and we also got to thank Speedy's Outlaw, Custom Graphics, uh, Hoosier Asphalt South, Warnier Heating, Plumbing and AC, Mini Cup Racing Supply, Trophy Case, Denver Smith Engineering, Real Fast TV, and Tri County Motorsports. Uh those guys make this series possible and uh let us do this and put this on. So Shout out to them. And uh yeah, I get we we really appreciate you jumping on here. Uh this has been fun to talk to you about about this weekend. Uh so yeah, really appreciate it.
1: Oh, you're very welcome and uh it's a pleasure to be here. Uh anytime y'all want me on there. I'll I'll be more than welcome to jump on and it was really fun talking to y'all guys about, you know, my past and especially over the weekend with that little incident, you know. I knew that was gonna be the big topic. About this podcast, but it was fun (laughs) to kind of clear that out there. But no, I enjoyed
0: it. Yeah, no doubt, man. And we'll see you out at Dominion uh, on May 7th.
1: Well, we're going to have our car fixed up and ready. And so we'll see you all there. All right,
0: man.
2: Certainly, certainly congratulations to Tyler on the sweep at Motor Moto. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, we didn't even really touch on that, the running order. Let me run through that real quick. If, uh, Travis, you can stall.
2: Yeah, no, um, Tyler, you know, ran good. He got out front, drove away in both races. I'll talk to him after the race. And I said, we've had him on here. He's an, an awesome guy. And congratulations to him. They're, they're going to be tough to beat all year without a doubt. Yeah, so um,
0: race one, yep. we had Tyler Warner picking up the win. Nate Thomas second. Tyler Roach, obviously third. Uh, Nathan Reynolds fourth. Zach Sprouse fifth. And Scott Sprouse sixth. Uh, And then race two, Tyler Warnier, again, with the win, clean sweep of the weekend. Uh, Nate Thomas, second. Nathan Reynolds, third. Tyler Roach, fourth. Zach Sprouse, fifth. And Scott Sprouse, sixth. Do you have something to say, Tyler?
1: No, just uh, Tyler Warner, his his car's on the rail right now. But I believe when Zach Thomas, I mean, when uh, Zach Sprouse gets his car put together and running right, He's he's gonna give Tyler a run for his money, I believe.
0: Well, yeah. I I expect to see you up there too, to. man. Well,
1: I mean, I mean I'm, I'm, gonna to there, but, <laughs> I'm gonna try to be up there. I'm gonna try to be up there. We're gonna find out. But uh, another thing I did notice at the end of the second, uh, at the end of the first race, me and uh, Nate Thomas and second finished second, the first feature, we started to run Tyler Warner down, so. I'm hoping that the series is going to start catching up on Tyler a little bit. Yep. And and more competition. That's what I'm hoping yeah, for.
0: No doubt. We're still hoping for a few more cars to come out. So we're hopefully stay on the lookout for that. And um, yeah, I think I think the series is going to be going to have a good year of competition coming up.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, e- even if we only have you know the cars that we've been drawing. I think it's going to be a tight field as it is, no matter how many cars show up, it's going to be a tight field. Cause you know, cars running within a couple of tents with each other. So, yep, it's going to make for some good racing no matter what.
0: Yeah. Certainly. I think at Dominion, where that's kind of our home track, uh, we have a few wave races this year, like motor was in a way race for us, but, uh, yeah, I think Dominion, the the gap is definitely going to get closed to Tyler, and, and we're going to put on some good races this year. But, yeah, thanks again for jumping on. Um, Yeah, we'll love to have you back on later this year. Uh, So, appreciate
1: it. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you all for having me out here. Yeah, man, we'll see you. All right, bye-bye.